0: movement that encourages you to live with less stuff and find more time and joy in the process. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. It's not all about subscribing to a movement and trying to do it perfectly, but rather questioning how that movement fits best within your life. The Minimalish podcast is here to help make life lighter realistically for the everyday mom. I'm Desiree, and my passion is to help you enjoy motherhood, your family, and your home by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your life. Minimalism has helped me not only make my home a better place, but also become a better version of myself. So that's what I'm here to talk to you about each week. So grab a cup of coffee, and let's walk towards simple together. Welcome to the Minimalish Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree, and... Before we start today, I wanted to remind you that most of what I say on here are things I'm learning with you. I don't put these episodes out there into the world having mastered whatever topic it is that I talk about. Oftentimes, I'm only a step ahead of where I was and I'm in the learning phase of whatever it is when I write these things out. Sometimes I've gotten a little bit closer to conquering and mastering whatever it is. I'm chatting with you about, but seriously, most of the time, I'm still learning. And that's certainly how today's episode is, so let's just imagine like we are two friends chatting over coffee about this, okay? Okay, so today I'm talking to you about priorities, and this is because a little over a month ago, I had this realization, this kind of aha moment, that I was totally focusing my days on the wrong things. I was focused on things I wanted to be better at, like cleaning the house more often, or organizing lots of things perfectly, or, or creating content for the podcast and Instagram, or even a part-time work-from-home job that since then I've let go of. These are all things that are important, or at least were important at the time. Many of them are still very important to me, but I just felt like something was getting lost in my days. As a stay-at-home mom, I was starting to feel a little purposeless, like, you know, I left my teaching job to do this, but I'm not really doing what I thought I'd be doing, if that makes sense. I felt a little bit like I was striving and only ending up overwhelmed every day and slightly unhappy by the end of my days. So do your days ever feel like that? Like you're just getting through them? Like maybe you're accomplishing things? but they leave you unfulfilled in the end because something's missing. Maybe it's an issue for you of priorities because that's what it was for me. At least that was a huge part of it. See, I was filling my days with important things, but I was letting the most important things take the back burner in some ways. And once I took time to really sit down and decide what it was that was most important I wrote out some new goals focused around these things. And now I also do my best to set up my days and make sure I'm nurturing those priorities first. The rest of the other important things come after the most important things now. Today, I just wanted to briefly encourage you to think about what your true priorities are in life. I think, you know, we all can say what our priorities are if we were talking to someone about, you know, what's most important to us, but often they get lost when we look at what are we actually centering our days around. So what's most important to you in each day? Let's just think about that. At the end of each day, you will be fulfilled if fill in the blank. And I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about how I figured out what my true priorities were. What was most important for me to focus on? So I did three different exercises to decide on this, and I'm going to first briefly talk to you about two of them, and then the other one is coming towards the end. So the reason I did these exercises is because I think it's easy, like I said, to say out loud what's important to us, but I just wanted to get a little bit deeper Um, thinking about it. I wanted to make sure, you know, are these really the things that will be important to me in the long run? whatever it is that I'm focusing on in the everyday. So the first exercise that I did, it came a little bit from my episode and my conversation with Lauren from An Organized Life. So go back and listen to that episode. And it also came from Jess Connolly. Um, I was listening to a talk that she did as well. So I've kind of melted their two thoughts about goal setting together to help myself Think about what's most important to me. So exercise one is to think about who you are a year from now. Think about who you want to be. What does your life look like a year from now if it's at its best? So once you picture yourself and your life a year from now, write down what is most important to you based off of that vision. So what's most important to you now to get you to that person, that life a year from now? Or just what's most important to you then and how do you make that most important to you now as well? This really shouldn't be a super long list. If you're thinking about priorities, it shouldn't be like a list of 10 to 15 things. Like those are maybe a list of the most important things to you, but priorities are those like top two to four things. So what are your top two, top four things that you really love and care about? For me, and I am gonna share my thoughts when I went through these exercises, just to give you an example and just to kind of tell you where my thinking has been as well, and maybe to relate to you. So for me, when I did this, my days look peaceful a year from now. That was kind of most important to me. That was the first thought that I had when I thought of what does my day look like a year from now? So my days look peaceful and Gemma and I have a rhythm at home. So as a stay-at-home mom, I've created like a peaceful home. I'm focused on truly nurturing her each day, and I'm a healthier version of myself, one with discipline and self-control when it comes to making the best decisions for my health. I have habits that I carry out daily that help me grow my relationship with God, and my relationship with my husband is closer and healthier than it already is, so When I kind of thought through this and wrote this out, I realized my priorities were clearly very relational. Gemma and my husband and my faith were at the very front, and then health and self-care was another priority that I had. When I think of what's important to me, I do think of a few more like professional and creative goals as well, but... Those just aren't first thoughts for me right now. Those are second thoughts. Those are the important things, but not the most important things. When I'm starting to feel overwhelmed in life, what I see is that these most important things are the things that sometimes fall to the wayside. I get stressed and maybe I take my stress out on either neglecting my health or, you know, not not taking care of my people as much and as best as I'd like to be, maybe getting frustrated by their needs versus taking care of their needs. And that's okay. There's grace for that. But these are the things that, like I said, fall to the back burner when I'm putting less important things before them. So exercise two, think of yourself when you are old and gray, whatever age you picture, think of yourself. Then you're retired. You have great grandchildren. Most of your life behind you? What can you look back on and feel proud of? What makes you feel accomplished? What is most important to you now in your old age? For me, this was relationship with my family, hands down. It is that I raised my children in a loving home and helped them learn to do the same. It is that I showed the love of God to the people that I love and care about. It's that I'm still kicking and able to live that long to even see my great-grandchildren And I've done everything in my power to make sure I've kept myself healthy and able. It's that I've allowed myself space to be creative in my days. So this is what I kind of pictured when I pictured myself, this old and gray version of myself. These are the things that were important to me and that I cared about. So what does your old and gray version of yourself feel proud of? What do you prioritize and care about then? So the question now is, how do we make this happen? Like in the everyday Because we can write out our priorities, but how do we actually make sure we aren't just floating through our days, focusing only on the less important things that need our immediate attention, while somehow, you know, these most important things fall to the side? We set intentions. We pray and ask for help, if you're the praying type. And then we do our best and remember that progress is always better than perfect, Because progress is actually possible and perfect is not. I personally set intentions through a gratitude journal each day and then reading through a purpose statement. And I don't do that every day, I'll admit, but I would like to. I talk more about purpose statements in a previous episode about making sure you're focusing your days about what's most important to you. So kind of a similar topic. Um, but basically, you could just write down your priorities somewhere that you can reference each day and remind yourself of them. So doing these things first thing in the morning, like gratitude and reading over you know, what's most important to you or some kind of purpose statement for your life, these things are going to help you throughout your day come back to them and remind yourself like, okay, I'm setting this day up to focus on what's most important. And all of the other things on my to-do list, those are important too, but, you know, if I don't get to them, as long as I've focused on these main things, that is what's most important. So, writing an intention, for me, might look like, I'll spend time setting down my phone, setting aside chores, and truly engaging with my daughter today from 9.30 to 11 a.m. I know that's really specific on time, Um, I kind of just made it up when I wrote this, Uh, but, That's the idea is to really set a focus intention for the day that helps you put those priorities in the front. Another example might be, I'll follow our daily rhythm today to make our home as peaceful and predictable as possible for Gemma and I. So that's another way that I set an intention for my day. An even further step for this is to realign your goals around these priorities. So not only setting intentions for each day, but now going a step further to goal setting. And I'm not going to talk all about goal setting here. I'm not an expert on that. But if these things are most important to you, then probably most of your goals should be somehow aligned to these priorities. And that doesn't mean all of them because you can have goals for other areas of your life for sure, but you should have some of your goals set around these priorities. So here's kind of a last step, Um, maybe exercise three of finding your priorities, but also can help you with some goal setting around those priorities. So the last exercise is going through a yes and no list for your days. What do you want your days to look like? This is kind of a loaded question, I know, because can come up with a lot of answers. Sometimes it's hard to decide what our perfect day would look like. Then we also might end up becoming unrealistic in our vision. Like, of course, my perfect day would include like ample time to create and work on the podcast, but honestly, that's not one of my main priorities in life. So probably not every day is going to include that. So instead of a list of what your perfect day would look like, I like instead to make A no list for our days. So write out a list of what you don't want your days to look like. I think this one, I think this one is easier because often my day ends up looking how I didn't want it to look. So this is almost more applicable to me. I end up frantic about the laundry and the dishes, feeling guilty because I didn't get it all done always questioning myself as a mom, feeling urgency in my work and stressing about it. And these are things that I just don't want to be included in my days. I just don't want my days to look like this. So making a no list can help you discover your priorities. And then they can also help you align your days to your priorities and set goals based off of those priorities. And once you make the no list, so list out You know, all of those things that are hindering your days, all of those things that you don't want your days to look like. And then you can write the yes list. So what are the things you do want your days to include? And it doesn't have to be like your perfect, imaginary, not realistic day. Like what in your everyday, what things do you want to include? What do you want to say yes to? These yes and no lists are going to help us cut out the excess unimportant or at least less important stuff in our everyday so that we can focus on the good, important stuff. When it comes to our priorities, of course, we can't focus our entire days on just these things. The less important but still important things still need our attention. But if we focus only on these less important things, we're left feeling purposeless. I like to think of it like this. A purposeful life doesn't happen on accident. So we have to recenter ourselves often. We have to think through what's most important to us often and even set those intentions to focus on those things daily. So what brings you purpose? What matters most? Write it down. Decide on a way to remind yourself of these things each day. Create goals that align to them and that help you move closer to putting your priorities where they belong in your day first. And you'll find that you have more purposeful, fulfilling days, putting your heart into things that you care about most. Okay, that is all for today, friend. I hope it helped you in some way. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you're loving it, please consider leaving a rating or review. It only takes five minutes or less. And I do have directions for doing this linked in the show notes. It can get confusing about how to do this. So check that out. And I'd be forever grateful if you do so. Also, come over to Instagram at minimalish underscore motherhood and follow along there and say hello. Okay, thanks again for listening. And I will talk to you next week, friend.